Um, it's really, uh, yeah, you're welcome, Ricky. No problem. You're really in a tough spot unless you have a really good barometer, your roster. I brought this up a little bit ago and I want to rehash it for anybody that's joined. You need to have money that you know we're going to have. That's A. B, you need to sell your own roster on staying. You got to recruit your own roster. This isn't Florida State. This is anybody. And I talk to somebody every day about this. Is This is my non-ending conversation, it seems like, all day. And then finally, you got to go out and add some guys. Well, which player or players stir the pot? Meaning, if you don't get that guy, it's going to screw up the locker room. You got to think about that. You got to take care of needs. Like, for instance, most schools are always looking for another corner. But if you go out and get a corner and spend a bunch of money, he hadn't made any money, let's use FSU, and he hadn't played for the Knowles yet and you're paying him a bunch, is it going to tick off the other guys already on the depth chart? There are so many little moving parts. It's guessing. Now, Norvell and his staff, in my opinion, have done a better job than anybody over the last three years of managing transfers. But with the way NIL is going, it only takes one unfortunate scenario, a mistake, whatever. Something may not even be your fault. If somebody starts talking about, I got this, and it takes somebody else off in the locker room, you can have mass defections, players that stick around but that are cancers, and quite honestly, you're still wasting a scholarship on them. How do you manage that? I mean, how do you do it? Anybody that wants to answer that, fire away. So again, if somebody gets ticked, they could weave. They can also bitch and moan and cause problems in the locker room. They're still on scholarships. They're taking up one of your 85. I mean, it just, it's downhill, bro. That snowball is gaining some steam. It's getting bigger and bigger, and it's rolling downhill real fast. You have to be careful. All right. Angelo Smith says, Cam Ward, DJU, or that kid from Coastal, kids that were interested. I tell you what, Grayson McCall is a, is a good pick, too. Let me tell you why. He has an extremely good, matter of fact, I mean, I need to find it, but he's got like, I want to say 60 to 14, like touchdowns to interceptions. He doesn't <clears throat> throw a ton of pa touchdown passes. They'll run it in or whatever, but he has very few picks and he's played a long time. Let me, let me find that. Um, I don't think there's too much doubt that he can throw. He's a fifth year senior, a sixth year senior this year too. Let's see what old Coastal Carolina has for Grayson. This year, he was 151 to 224, 67.4%, so just over two-thirds, 1,919 yards, 8.6 per attempt, pretty solid, 10 touchdowns, and six interceptions. Now, he only played in seven games. I'd imagine uh, – let's look at his stats for the year before, just to give a better baseline. In 11 games the year before, he was 207 to 297, 69.7%, even higher, 2,700 yards, 24 to 2. Look, he's good. Could he come in and help Florida State win enough games to be, oh, I don't know. 11, is, is 11 and 1 out of the question next year? No, not if you do. Not if you do it right. So I'd imagine they could go that route. That's a, that's a person to think about. Andy Becker, any top O-line guys out there you would like to see? I haven't even delved into O-line yet, Andy. Um, I've been so busy with quarterback, receiver, a little D-line. I haven't looked at O-line yet. 
Florida State needs at least one. I think we can all agree on that. They're losing a lot, probably two. That's hard. That's one of the reasons I'm not super high on the Knowles record next year. O-line is tough to rebuild quickly. They had a lot of seniors. Let's see who comes back, who's super seniors using that COVID year. A lot of iffy things going on there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Benjamin. Can coaches donate to NIL? Benjamin. Wow, that's a great question. I have no idea. This is how goofy the NCAA is. Like, you know, what's you saving? He's got so much money. Would it matter if he donated hundred grand to Alabama's NIL? Is that illegal? That's a great question. I, I don't know. Mickey Mason, Grayson can drop dimes, 100%. I mean, he's damn near 70%. If that's not good, I don't, I don't know what is. All right, one more question here. I know all schools lose coaches. Yeah, that's true. Any news out there floating around that any of our about our guys? Really appreciate you answering all our questions. That's Andy Becker. I have not asked about it, but as I stated yesterday on, on the live show, here's the deal. As goofy as the following sounds, I want you to think about it a few seconds before you come to a conclusion on what I mean. I will be disappointed if Florida State doesn't lose a coach. Here's why. A couple of years ago, you have a losing record. Last year, you go 10 and 3. They have a bowl game still remaining, but they're at 13 and 0. As a rule, when teams get to an elite status and obviously undefeated, as good as you can be, you lose coaches. And I, I maybe I'm just wrong, but I don't think Norvell is just getting lucky here. He's 23 and 3 over his last 26 games. He can coach. He's got to have other guys under him that are really good. I'm not going to play favorites on which ones I think are better and all that, but. You would think they'd lose somebody, right? And it's normal that guys just move around. And, you know, sometimes it's, you know, family concerns. You know, you want to go to be, be closer to your wife's mom who's got cancer. It could be a million reasons. Coaches move. But I imagine someone's going to get poached. Here's the bigger question for you, Andy. Will Florida State replace coach, whoever it is, with somebody as good or better? Now that they've ascended as a program, you should be able, whether it's a college guy, whether it's a high school guy, whether it's, a pro guy, replace him, and do just as well, if not better. The program's in a better place. That's the really important part of this. <sighs> what team the Florida State plays next year worries you the most? I mean, Miami and Notre Dame would be the first thoughts, but we don't know who's going to be coming and going in, in the portal. Um, those are easy picks. I don't know. I don't, I can't remember Florida State's schedule off the top of my head. The team that, until otherwise, they don't have him as coach anymore. He'll probably be there a long time. As long as Jeff Brom is at Louisville, they'll be a threat in the ACC because he's a really good coach. And he has the advantage. I know this is going to sound kind of goofy. He's at Louisville. Not many teams respect him. The coaches do. But most kids aren't going to be fired up to play against Louisville. Notre Dame actually ran into that this year. They got a hammer by Louisville. They took a white wing, got smoked. So I'm, I don't know if Florida State plays them, but that's a game. North Carolina, I think, is going to take a pretty big step back. You can't replace Drake Man, right? I mean, no offense. And then after that, NC State's always a tough out. 
And of course, Clemson kind of speaks for itself. I don't know if they're, I, I need to see officially as it relates to Clemson that, that I've heard that he's offered a few kids in the portal. Until he is all in on taking more than like one or two guys, I'm not buying Clemson. I'm not. Somebody wants to challenge that, you go jump on that, that train. You have to play the portal game. Period. If you do not, eight and four to ten and two. And he's a good coach. He's getting good talent. Eight and four to ten and two. They will they'll have a position that takes a few nicks. Other teams are building depth with the portal, and you're not. They're deeper than you. They'll win some closer games that you may have won otherwise. That's just the way it is, man. So maybe that works out. Maybe it doesn't. But I'm picking against them until Clemson does. So, again, Miami, Notre Dame, if they play Louisville, I'm not real confident in North Carolina because I just – they got the Johnson kid transfer in from AM. Eh, whatever. I, I think NC State, they just have a good staff. They're always going to be a tough out after that. I mean, Florida doesn't scare me because I have no idea what's going on there. That I'm going to be doing a podcast at four o'clock with Brandon Olson. Holy cow, do they need help? That program, bro. What are we doing here? What are we doing? So it is what it is, but uh on a much more positive note than than that, I mean, you know, I really don't have to shoot very high to go over what Florida's got going on right now. Um, it's kind of interesting, but LinkedIn jobs. When you're looking to hire for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. Find your opportunities on LinkedIn. This is a company that I've been around forever, especially for those of you trying to hire for the holidays or get the new year getting going at a really quick rate. They have specific tools on their website. No matter what business you're in, whether you're a hiring manager, running your own small business, et cetera, that will help you get candidates that you want that fit. And then you can get them in faster and saving you time and also saving you a lot of money. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, let's get back into the chat a little bit. Let's see. If you're not losing coaches from your staff, you're not doing it right. Thanks again. Yeah, no problem, Andy. I I mean, in my opinion, it's not that hard here. You've you got to have some guys that you're going to miss, right? It's just guys are going to leave. It is what it is. Depending on what FSU does in the portal and most definitely quarterback, I think we can go 10-2. and two. I, Angelo, that's about right. 
you hit it right, 10 and 2 is objective. Things could go right. You go undefeated again. You never know. But I mean, they're losing so many seniors that that's a lot to ask. We really won't know until we go through spring gets in. Mickey, I ain't no doubt. We got to get through this portal season first. Absolutely. Hard pass on, on, uh, yeah. I think he means DJ, Gary Beaver. Some people just don't like him. Do you think Cam Davis will be immediate impact? He got injured this year, so I don't know what state he's in. I haven't talked to Cam recently, but he's one of the hardest workers and smartest kids I've ever been around. He's a Florida student, all that stuff. I would be surprised if he doesn't have some kind of impact <clears throat> next year. Special teams, third downs, whatever. And he is a man-child. Um, even when he was a freshman, I was like, holy cow, you're 15? I mean, it was scary. So that's that's just my opinion. Let's see. Angela says maybe even 11-1 next year. Possible. You most likely answered this. I came in late. What quarterback would you like FSU to get that is realistic? By realistic, I mean one that they're going after. The only names that I've really heard are DJ and Uyungle and Cam Ward. I don't know how many others are on the board. I highly doubt they're going to spend what Cam Ward wants. DJ's a pretty good player, but he's not dominant. He would be more realistic, though. I just don't know all the names, uh, and that's by design. I get it. UF will be bad for a while. They're losing everybody, including the janitorial staff. That's hilarious. Well said, my friend. Bull Rogers is a nice quarterback. He is. He's really connected to Washington, which means to me that's probably just figuring out the NIL. If a quarterback wants to go to Washington with how they've run that offense, kind of hard to blame them. I mean, that's that's a really good good pick. Uh, let's see what we got here. Are we boycotting the Orange Bowl, Charles Plot? I highly doubt that. It just doesn't work that way, man. It's money. It's perception. Players want to play. Coaches want to coach. I highly doubt it. There could be a few guys, but I I would be surprised. It'd be a first. I don't think it's ever happened in college football. Hercules Allen. Dylan Gabriel, he is going to Oregon. That's where he's going, y'all. Dylan Gabriel is headed to Oregon. Um, I do have a couple of notes here that I want to bring up. Uh, this is a question for the chat. How much money do you think the collective, the battle's end, is willing to spend on a quarterback? Whether it's Cam Ward, you pick the one you want. How much money do you think they're willing to spend? I'm not sure. I have an answer myself, so it's kind of hypocritical for me to ask, but I'm curious. Because outside of Cam Ward, who pretty much seems to be setting the trend with what everybody believes is the best guy, who is that dude? And why do you think so? I mean... A million dollars for the right guy? Sure, I, I get it. But at the same time, if you spend, this is what I mentioned earlier, if you spend all that on one guy, what are you going to get for the, the remainder of it? You know, the rest of your roster. If you don't have money left over, you got two or three other spots. I mean, you could you could have a great quarterback but still be eight and four and you spend a bunch of money on one player. That's not good. That that's a that's a tough spot. Let's see. Angelo, is there any way that Florida State can get Mel Tucker on staff before Bama or UGA hires him? I mean, 
it's possible, but I mean, I don't know. Four million. Curveball, if anybody's spending four million on a quarterback in Florida State's willing to spend it, they can get anybody they want. That's a little high, my friend. Two five to four is what Hercules Allen says. Big Mike says a million. I think a million is about the about the number that most people would be willing to spend on a big time quarterback. I think the battles in might do that if it was Cam Ward. I just think he'll get more. I think somebody will spend more to get him. I could be wrong though. Andy Becker, this is a good question. Thoughts on Tyshawn Ward coming back to the Knowles? Worth even reaching out to Trevor Etienne. Couple of things. Ward, I don't know the whole story, but I doubt that's going to happen. ETN, flat out, he's going to Georgia, barring something un, unforeseen. Nebraska coach says the starting price is a million. For the top guys, that's that's right. Angelo, it, is that accurate? I don't know. He might just be throwing out hyperbole because he's ticked that his boosters don't want to pay that. I don't know. That's an interesting point, though, because like a good one, I mean, somebody's got to set the trend, right? K-Jack the Great. Ja'Cory Brooks just entered. I know him from Miami, but he would be a good pickup at wide receiver. Oh, the kid from Bama. He didn't do nothing this year for Bama. I don't know. He was an elite receiver coming out of Booker T in Miami. That's an interesting one. Don't, don't kid yourself. That's actually KJ, K-Jack might have something there. Brooks was a dude. Coming out of high school, everybody offered. I'm sure Florida State was one. That's an interesting question. The Joker's dad. You say we lose KJ, FSU countered, you freeze visit, still has it. Use Norvell's, and also he has his official with us on the 15th, KJ Sticks. It could be. I think it just comes down to NIL, and I have no idea. Ward is one read quarterback. I don't know why everyone is enamored with him. That's what Hercules says. Eh. Angelo, that's what I've been bringing up. He says, you got to be careful setting that type of precedent. We're talking about the quarterback money. Again, do you screw up your rock, your locker room if the number gets out? Let's say it's $1.5 million that you pay a guy, $2 million, whatever. How much do you tick off the other guys in the locker room and how much money you got left over for the rest of your roster? Those are important questions. Curveball. I'm not a fan of Ward. Turns over the ball, not just interceptions, fumbles, but I'm hearing that price tag is three, four million. Eh, that's a crazy number. Ward supposedly going for four million. Hypnotic, yeah, running back, I'm not real worried about. Yeah, we have plenty of running backs. It says to Philly Kazai Holmes. Yeah, they, they, Florida State should be good. We're bringing in quarterbacks. What's the status with Tate and Brock? Would they be per eh. Boy, the quarterback questions, man. Gee, I don't know. Um, can they do it? Possibly. Is it likely? Eh. I, you know, I don't know where you're at. How do you grade kids that have barely played? I can't put a price tag on that. That's tough. Benjamin. How's our safety depth losing if we lose KJ? I think that Conrad Hussey might start next year anyway. It's just the point of losing guys in period. That's all. I'd rather have Hussey playing next to KJ. You know what I mean? That, that's how I would look at it. 
Omax Supreme, should Florida State make a run at Walter Nolan, he's going to have a huge price tag. He's probably the best player in the portal right now, not the D-tackle, but that's going to be pricey. Breadwinner Bob, don't we have to get a quarterback? I mean, they left us out because of Tate and Brock. Getting one, yes, but does Florida State have the roster? Let's say they got Ward. Even with Ward, would Florida State be a national title contender next year? O-line's got a big turnover. Receiver has a big turnover. You're losing several D-line, et cetera. How much could you really compete for the title? That's the question I have. And it's a hard one to answer. Angelo, KJ and Jeremiah are on officials to FSU together. That is a very important point. They need to figure that out. They need to figure that out. I think FSU wins at least nine games next year. Toughest games will be Clemson and at Notre Dame. Could be. That's what Jonathan McIntosh says. Joker's dad. I think DJ upgrades from Rodemaker and feel bad for Tate. 25, Gwen and Luke battle it out. That could be right. Um, you got to find a way to get through next year. I've said that about five times on the podcast. I think starting 25, Florida State will roll pretty good. Hypnotic. No, he says no one will cost too much. I agree. If you're a gambler, who would you put your money on for landing Smith? Oh, sorry that if I missed it. Um, I mean, I'm just going to pick Ohio State because that's who he's committed to, but I don't have any inside info on it. Uh, I just think he's kind of screwed because he would like to know who his quarterback is. Ohio State doesn't know. Florida State doesn't know. Miami doesn't know. Not exactly the most prosperous spot for Jeremiah to be in. Will I be in Miami for the Orange Bowl? I will not. I will be either at my mom's house or on my way there. Cam Ward with our Angelo says Cam Ward with our coaches and receivers will definitely help him out. He's a great talent that needs honing other players like him as well. Yeah. He's they could, I mean, Florida State's offense would be dynamic. I'm not, there's no doubt about it. It's top 12 next year, possibly breadwinner, but we need to see how many players Florida State gets. Angela, do you think we have a shot at the wide receiver that left Ohio State? Um, they, which kid left Ohio State? I didn't know there was one that did. Let's see. Williams should eat a wide receiver next year. Possibly. Charles Plot, do you think we get out of the Atlantic Coast Conference? Yeah, but I don't know how soon. That Granite Rights is not going anywhere, man. That's not going to be friendly. Oh, Julian Fleming. I mean, he's a Pennsylvania kid. I don't know where he's going to go. I haven't heard any rumors about him. He's a big-bodied guy that was ranked really high. ESPN had him as their number one player. Let's see. The Joker's dad is it? No one like Grayson McCall. Fleming was one left. Yeah, I like McCall. I talked about him a little bit ago. I mean, he threw for almost 70% year four last and banged up a little more this year, but he still has a high touchdown to interception ratio. Florida State could do pretty well with him, honestly. Thank you on the Julian Fleming. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think – 
the situation with uh, the playoff committee will be discussed ad nauseum, Curveball. Andy Becker, any ideas what game seating will be like next year with all the new construction? I haven't talked to anybody about that. I don't know. Florida State needs to send out letters about that, and I'm sure they're kind of worried because there's going to be certain fans ticked off. They're probably going to boycott doing that any faster than they have to. Let's see. A couple more questions here, then I got to roll because I got the uh, one more situation that I got to get to. With the Florida, I can't wait to do that podcast. It's going to be hilarious. Um, my, my my buddy Brandon Olson's inviting me on because he's worried about a bunch of stuff going on at UF. I don't even know what all the specifics are. But hmm. Do we need to get a better production out of the punting position? If you don't take kickers and punters out of the portal, why wouldn't you? I mean, that's how I look at it. That's a great question. Johnny Howes, great question. Uh, curveball. I don't think they'll underestimate their rival. Hmm. Breadwinner Bob Smith has had Florida State gloves on for weeks. That could be. That could be. Well, I'm going to wrap it up um, as I head over and make fun of what's going on with Florida with Brandon Olson on the Locked On Gators podcast. He invited me on. But uh, thank you very much. Um, I'm going to do another podcast tomorrow. Hopefully, you know, a little more news will break. As soon as I end this podcast, knowing how things usually work, somebody will commit to Florida State. That's just how this stuff goes, man. Uh, that that's just uh, it, it. It's wild, but it happens all the time. So anyway, um, thank you to all that uh, came in today, and I appreciate it. I'm going to be back on again tomorrow. We'll figure out what's happening with Florida State again in the next 24 hours, and probably do it all over again. So everybody, be safe. Take care. Thank you much.